What's up, everybody? Welcome to Third Shift. I'm your host, Matt. With me, as always, is my boy, Eric, for a special deep dive episode on his favorite Galt. Oh, yeah. Can't wait, everybody. This is going to be fun. Yes, it is. Of course, as we know, Galt is a peacekeeper attacker. He's listed as a controller, a disruptor, and a complex character. What do you think about that, Eric? Uh, about suits him right, I think. Uh, controller for sure. Obviously, you get the yeah. hook and you got the scrap traps trying to pull everybody in. Disruptor meaning, well, duh. Anybody who's trying to take things out, you go ahead and take them out of their little, their little home base, their little secure spot mm. on a roost. You're in there just messing things up, screwing people's day up. And then a complex, eh, I would... I would say easy, except for the fact that you can you can't hit anything with that damn hook shot. So, <laughs> for that reason alone, it might actually be more than it might be advanced. <laughs> so for so for you, he's complex because you can't hit anything. Yes, if you're good with the hook, then he's easy. Yeah, if you're good with the hook, oh man, what a simple, awesome character he is. But mm. and if you got issues with that hook, whoo, it is not that easy. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely agree with all this stuff for basically the same reasons. Uh, I usually have pretty good luck with the hook, so I don't think he's that bad. And then, I mean, he has shotguns, so somebody's in your face, you shoot him. Pretty easy. Yeah. And then after that buff, uh, the shotguns, they do real damage now. I mean, mm. it's it's serious. If you get in my face, you're going to know about it. So going on down through, we got a little bit of lore here, just a little tiny piece that I've got in front of me on his build here. Uh, it says, Former Peacekeepers officer and capable commander, Captain Trevor Galt wields his charisma and shotguns with equal effectiveness. As one of the first among the factions to call for unity against the Varelsi, Galt is considered the first battleborn. And so, as we've said a thousand times already, his primary attack is his UPR M8R revolver shotgun. Galt's customized shotgun deals incredible damage at short range, but is weaker at greater distances. I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Well, if you remember back in the day, they had that slug you could replace uh, with the spread, the whatever, mm-hmm. buckshot, whatever you want to call it, and yeah. effectively that made him like a tear anywhere because he was able to just wreck mm-hmm. face with that increased damage, you know, shotgun damage. Uh, so mm-hmm. they got rid of that, which I agree with. However, still sad tear, you know, and pour one out for the homies for losing that slug because that made him just amazing. Yeah, I definitely am sad every time somebody's running away from me, somebody's super fast, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to pick them off. Here I go. Plink. And then I see my damage go from like 32, 22, 15, total miss. Damn it. I really wish I had better range on the shotgun. Mm-hmm. And then you hope you can hook, and then what do you do? You miss. You miss the hook. No, I don't. No. I, I don't miss you that miss hook. You miss the hook, you miss and that then hook. you scream and you yell and you throw the controller, <laughs> and then someone comes and kills you while you're running to get your controller again. That's what happens. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, his passive is furious anger. When he misses a hook, you get enraged and throw your controller. Oh, wait, sorry. Actually, his actual passive is tactical shells. The last four shots in Galt's revolver shotgun cylinder deal 25% additional damage. I know I don't really notice it. What about you? I do, um, but that's because I pay attention to that, and I've, I'm the type of character, as you know, Matt, who goes oh, yeah. through know, my entire magazine. <laughs> I will run around with one round left in that chamber. I will do that's it. That's true. And yes, that's terrible to think of and do, but I'm just a terrible mm. person, and I do it. So yes, I do pay attention to those sort of buffs, and I do notice that it does increase damage. So make sure you're using that whole revolver, you know, the whole, well, I shouldn't say revolver, the whole magazine, but it's mm-hmm. in a revolver shape, so I, 
Whatever. The jury's out on what the hell you want to call it. <laughs> You're the military person, so you should know. <laughs> I came from like the Call of Duty school where, you know, I shot three you know, three shots and now I have a break in the action. I need to reload. So, you know, I obviously do get to the end of, you know, my, my magazine or whatever you want to call it, but I usually am trying to top off. I this is never really in the back of my mind. So it's not something it's, you pay attention to or build around. Yeah. No, exactly. And then his talent, we've got UPREC Technician's Rig. Galt's UPR Engineering Rig provides a decent amount of defense while also permitting heavy augmentation of Galt's armament. Kind of another just basic talent saying, hey, here's how you kind of modify this guy. Because he doesn't really have a secondary attack to fill in. You know what I mean. As Player X was always keen to try to point out, you know, oh, you're sort of a tank, right? You know, And I... That's true. He does. He can. You can build him to. You know. He can take a couple extra hits as he should be able to because you know you've got to get mm. in people's faces and or bring them to your face to kill them. But he's not. Exactly. He's not a tank though. He's not there to get in front of characters and take heavy damage. That's not his purpose in life. Yeah, he's definitely not a front line tank. I'd say he'd be like a mid range tanky unit because especially with the slow on the scrap trap, which we'll get to in a second you have to be able to absorb some damage when you pull somebody to you mm-hmm. or when you throw a trap down and somebody steps on it because they're not just going, stun Yeah, anymore. exactly, which is sad, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. So his primary skill is the hook, which I know you love so much. Galt fires out an energy hook that pulls enemies to him. Cooldown on that is 14 seconds. Now, I know I miss a lot, and I know it makes me sad, and, you know, and you've all seen yeah, my little cartoons yeah. and... Heard me cry and whine about it before, but I will say yes. I keep coming back to him because I mm-hmm. just love the hook and I love the idea yeah. behind it. Just when some idiot marquee's up on a little perch and he thinks he's just, you know, oh man, I'm ruling this little battlefield. Well, look at me. And I just grab him and drag him down and mm-hmm. shoot him in the face. That's the best thing. Oh, yeah. It's the best. Nothing's better than that feeling. Yeah, I definitely agree. Especially coming from League of Legends, there's a couple characters that have hooks or grabs, and nothing is better than when you hit that, in League of Legends, hit that rocket grab, hit the hook here. It's like, oh, this guy's screwed. Mm-hmm. Even if, you know, two seconds later they manage to get away, you you at least have that just like, oh, here he comes, going to eat him up. <laughs> yep. And even if you fail at killing him, which is sad, you disrupted him, you've got him all out of his his or her, you know, little bubble of uh, protection and or happiness. So that yep, character yep. effectively is out of the match for a couple seconds. Now skill two, of course, is Scrap Trap, which deploys a trap to target location, which slows enemies for two seconds and then explodes, dealing 133 damage. A maximum of two traps can be deployed simultaneously. Cooldown on that is 18 seconds, 18 big seconds, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I, I do feel like in-game it takes forever for those things to come off cooldown. I find myself constantly yeah. kind of hiding behind corners, just waiting for that thing to come back up so I can get back into the mm-hmm. fray and uh, actually do some real damage. Yeah, I really feel bad when I'm up against, say, an Oscar Mike or a Whiskey Foxtrot, somebody who has a really accurate ranged attack. I throw out that trap, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to sit here, and I'm going to pull some. Oh, it's dead. God dang it. Mm-hmm. 18 more seconds till I can do another one? Come on. And it's, you know, as we know, it's the same problem as always. It's the minions. Yeah, that's true, too. You know, you, you put it out in strategic spots. And you're thinking, yeah, you know, oh, I'm going I'm to lure them in or I'm going to hook them in a second. And then what happens? Mm-hmm. The minions 
always step on those things. And then yeah. to boot, that's the moment they decide they're actually going to come after you. And so there uh-huh. you are with the minions down and standing around and no scrap traps. Yeah, somehow that Wrath, who's up at, on the top of the stairs, can't even see your scrap trap. Minions hit it, and that's the one time he runs down in. It's like, oh, I don't know how you knew that that it was exactly the time you had to come in. Well, he yeah. didn't, but it's I, just I, luck. I feel you on that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's because I'm playing with you. I have this horrible luck. Yes. Just, Welcome to yeah. my world. As I say every weekend. <laughs> that's that's very true. Now, his next skill is his ultimate. A little bit more fun. Le- a lot less sadness in this. It's dual wield. Galt equips a second shotgun, doubling his damage output for 10 seconds. Cooldown on that is 53 seconds. But this is fun. I like this a lot. An amazing ability, yeah. Oh, when you pull out that second shotgun, especially if you do it right, obviously, when somebody's in your face or there's a couple characters yep. right in your you know short range. However, mm-hmm. as is always the case in my luck, I feel like I pop this, and everyone just vacates. Yeah. Gone. Gone with the wind. There's nothing left. I don't even get minions most of the time, I feel like. (laughs) (laughs) I just run around with two shotguns chasing somebody and just Uh crying and crying because I want to hit them so bad with this thing. (laughs) (laughs) But when it works, it's amazing. Yeah, and I was going to say, especially nowadays when... The, the alt callouts are global across the map. If you're hiding in the corner and you pull out your two shotguns, they know that there's a galt with two shotguns coming from somewhere. So it's, oh, scatter Jones, just pew, 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 off, off to the four corners of the earth. Or for me, what happens, what always happens to me, is I'll pop them up like, oh, I'm going to mow down this wave or I'm going to kill this MX bot. And, oh, here comes Galileo with a shield throw and it, pew. Now I don't have shotguns anymore. Mm-hmm. Here comes Wrath knocking me up in the air. Now I don't have Spin shotguns anymore. Spin to win. Anymore. Yeah, that one's the, that's the big culprit. Oh, it's terrible. Mm. But like you said, I love the ability overall. I just have bad luck with people CCing me when I have it up. Mm-hmm. So now, with his attacks and abilities out of the way, what kind of gear do you roll with, Eric? Well, for the most part, and I'm not sure if this is the way any high ballers go with, but as you guys know, we mm-hmm. are the scrubs in Scrubland, and this is how I play. Therefore, I know. Scrubland, everybody. <laughs> and I know a lot of other players are like myself. You know, pretty decent, but not great. So yeah, yeah. With Galt, I tend to just favor lots of damage and lots of health. Uh, any mm. pieces that I have got, and I've got many of them. You know, the eviscerating and this and that, and all the others. But just attack damage, yeah. attack speed, and then uh, max HP. I don't really mess with the shields. I, I haven't touched reload very much. I just don't think that it's necessary. So that's yeah. what I go with, and it works for me. So I keep mm. using it. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much with you. I usually go attack speed, attack damage, and then, you know, a, a max health item. Sometimes, though, since he does have a, you know, a helix augment that lets you, gives you, you know, shield strength and recharge rates, sometimes I'll go with, like, my, uh, my shield shieldy tank kind of build with uh, shield capacity and then like a health needle maybe to back that up with an attack damage fist. That's just kind of if I feel like being more tanky versus, you know, more more attack oriented. I don't know, just something I, I play around with every now and then. Mm-hmm. I do think that one of the pieces I use does have a uh, shield recharge on it. So okay, it makes sense. But Ultimately, as we've discussed, I just think the the max health pans out a little bit more yeah. better because you know how shields go down. 
so damn fast mm. in this game. Yeah. So that's the gear. Feel free to, you know, play with that a little bit, experiment, you know, maybe try some uh, reload speed, see if you can get him to where he's instantly reloaded. That way when you're going through mm. that magazine, as you should be, uh, once you get to the end of it, you're not spending all that time reloading, whatever. You know, whatever works for you. Mm. But in general, if you boost that damage, you're going to get the uh, Yahoo you pull in and scrap trap down quicker and have a better time yeah. with Gaul, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Definitely agree. So with that, we'll go ahead and bust out onto the Helix and uh, let you know what we play with. And that way you guys mm-hmm. can get a good idea of how to roll around with this son of a gun. Moving on into the Helix, to the left side of the tree, you've got the Engineer. A lot of utility-based stuff here, a lot of stuff with the hook, shield stuff, cooldown rate. To the right, you've got the Soldier, a little bit more outright damage, a lot of stuff with the Scrap Trap. So how about level one, Eric? What you got? Well, we're looking at on the left, we've got the Big Draw, which increases the effective hitbox of the hook, making it easier to land hits on target. On the right, you're looking at Stealth Scrap. Cloaks deployed scrap traps, making them virtually invisible at range. Now, this one depends on what I'm doing. If I'm going to go PvE, do some story modes, I'm going to go with the Big Draw because that just yeah. gives you the range, pulling in people better, etc., etc. And if I'm in PvP, I'm going to go with Stealth Scrap because if you don't, I promise you, people will see those scrap traps and they will destroy them. I didn't think this was the case when I first started playing Galt, and I said, hey, you know what, I'm going to get the uh, effective hit range of my you know, my hookup, because then I can suck mm-hmm. a little bit more and it won't matter. <laughs> However, yeah, exactly. when I started playing in PvP, I noticed that every time I put a scrap trap down, I was like, all right, here we go, I'm about to get going. Oscar Mike, Whiskey Foxtrot, somebody with some range would go, oh, haha, that's funny, pop, pop, gone. Oh, and then just what we talked about. Hey, let me just wait 18 more seconds, and then I can try this again. True, true. So in PvP, for sure, I always go Stealth Scrap. And in PvE, the big draw is definitely the better option. Now, for me, I kind of I always go with the big draw, just because longtime listeners know me. I like to sneaky poo all around and try and hide, you know, sneak my way through the maps, find little areas of and avenues of engagement. And I kind of do that when I'm playing Galt with the traps too. Like I said earlier, on Echelon, I'm always putting them literally on the stairs, so you can't really see them from the top. You know, it's not at the bottom where you can peek over and see. You have to be like run across the top and hit the stairs, and there it is. Whereas everyone else I see that I play against just throws the trap down in the middle of the lane where you're looking anyway, so you can always see it, even if it's, you know, predator, invisible vision. And if you're running around as, you know, a melee person, you're looking straight in front of you, so, oh, look, there's a little shimmer on the ground. I'm going to walk around that, or I'm just going to swing my sword two times and it's going to be gone. So for me, it's always the big draw just because I don't really see any practical bonus when I'm playing as Galt in Stealth Scrap because people always find it anyway. Or, like you said, it gets blown up by a minion, so it doesn't do anything for me. Well, you got to remember, the minion part's true, but if you're placing MC, and and here's the counter to that real quick. When you're playing Mm -hmm. Galt, you don't want to put the Scrap Trap right there in the middle of a lane where the minions are going to go, even though we discussed how they find a way anyway, it seems like. But you you want to place it right there in kitty corners. So that way it's mm-hmm. out of the minion lanes, but the reason why the scrap trap, uh, stealth scrap works so well is because if you can place it in those little kitty corners where the minions generally don't come unless you aggro them to you, it'll be up. And then characters at range, such as the Oscar Mike Whiskey Foxtrot, you cannot see. Yeah. If you're up on a perch way across the way, you cannot see that. It's, it is virtually, mm-hmm. as it says, virtually invisible. Now, 
it is true if you got a wrath or somebody else incoming on you, they're going to see it. Okay, and here is the problem I will admit with the stealth scrap is that if you're playing against intelligent people and you see a gall peeky-pooing out of a corner, one can yeah. assume yeah. that he's got some scrap traps sitting up right in front of him and he's waiting for that opportunity mm-hmm. to drag you in. So if you just yeah. lay down an AOE or some damage right in front in that general vicinity, you're probably going to destroy him true, regardless. True. However, most of the people you play with are in a frenzy and aren't thinking that way or just too busy doing whatever they're doing so you can get away with it. That's why I always go that route. All right, well, that wraps up the first choice, boys and girls. Moving on to the second one, we've got Shock Trap, which is a deployed scrap traps deal damage over time to nearby enemies plus 60 damage per second. In the middle, you've got a little something extra. For each scrap trap active on the battlefield, scrap traps deal additional damage plus 10% damage per active scrap trap. And in the right, we've got the Scrappening. Scrap Traps launch an additional three shrapnel bombs when triggered, plus three bombs. For this one, I always go with the right side, the Scrappening. Uh, that's okay. just more damage spread out, uh, better chance of you know uh, getting rid of the ads, getting rid of potential players when they land in it. And mm-hmm. I I generally never have more than one Scrap Trap up because of the way I play, so those yeah. other two options just never appeal to me. Yeah, I definitely never have more than one up, so I never go with that mutation. But for me, I always go to the left just because I think the couple times I've taken the scrappening, you know, you pull them in, they hit it, and then after a little bit, after a slight delay, it pops the damage on. And it seemed like even after an even bigger delay, it pops the bombs up. So anytime, even when this was a stun ability, I would pull people in and they go, oh, gee, I'm stunned. And then they get hit by the initial bit, and then the three bombs would pop up. But by then they were gone. I almost never pick it because I never... The few times I've used it, it didn't seem to work right for me. Whereas the shock damage is just... It's there. Just... I don't have to worry about it. So for me, I go left. I don't think you can go wrong with either one. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, it's about place down. Plus, I do utilize uh, the scrap traps for uh, ad clearing quite a bit. And for that, yeah, it true. does work amazing. So... There you go. Moving on to number three, we've got Barrier on the left, which increases Galt's maximum shield strength and shield recharge rate, plus 240 shield strength, plus 105 shield recharge per second. On the right, Mm -hmm. you've got Pellet Party. Increases the amount of pellets in a revolver shotgun shell, broadening the spread of the blast. Uh, That's a plus 30% to pellets. Uh, I always go left. I always go with the Barrier. Because, especially now with a slow instead of the stun, you're pulling these guys into your face. You need to be able to survive long enough to take them down, or at least get them low enough to where somebody else will take them down and you're not dying every time you pull someone to you. So for me, even though uh, that increases the spread um, or amount of bullets going out per se, I just don't see it. Mm -hmm. It's not worth it to me. I think uh, staying alive is much more important. Yeah, for me, I always go left, too, for all the reasons you just said. And I don't find that his, you know, his spread is narrow enough with, you know, its base configuration that bumping it up, like, really does anything for me. I almost never take that. So mm-hmm. left is just a given for me. Bam, there you go. Go with the barrier, boys and girls. Mm-hmm. Moving on to number four, we're looking at hook shot on the left, which is the hook damages enemies on impact, plus 133 damage. Then in the middle, you've got the hooks. The hook fires three hooks in a cone directly ahead, plus two hooks. 
And then lastly, on the right, you've got Efficient Extraction. Increases the hook's travel speed and effective range, plus 35% speed and range. See, I used to split this between the left and the right. Mm -hmm. I would sometimes go with the hook shot, which, of course, damages them on impact, which is, you know, pretty simplistic, pretty awesome. Get a little damage Mm -hmm. in right on the first hit, so that way you got a little bit less to take down once they get dragged over to you. But... Mm-hmm. A lot of times I was like, you know what, I want to get these guys up in the perches. You know, I want to get them from over here. But what yeah. we learned through playing and many, many swearing and all sorts of shenanigans is that. Yes, very many. Yeah. The time that that hook is out stays the same. So even though yeah. the hook has to travel farther to get somebody, it's only out for a certain amount of time. So therefore, it's not going to drag them all the way back. If it has to go way, mm-hmm. way, way out it's not going to make it all the way back. So, therefore, it's going to drop your target halfway back to you, which maybe sometimes is still helpful, but most of the time seems completely useless. And then they just go scampering off, and, well, now you get stuck waiting for your next uh, opportunity. Mm-hmm. So, saying all that, I would advise everyone go on the left with hook shot because, bam, you're just putting damage down. They are, they get to you. The shield's already been hit up, you know, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. and you can start killing somebody. Yeah, I think for me, even with the what we talked about with the the hook CC duration, I still always go to the right, especially if I'm playing PVE, because then you can just, you know, you got a brute o- over there. You don't want to have to run in and take his fire the whole way. You can grab him, and he'll go, uh, and then when he lands, he'll still do that, like, lean down to one knee crouch thing. So it'll give you more CC time on him, essentially. I still like to pick the right side. You know, even if you're not going to pull everyone all the way to you, you can still get that guy who's up in his little perch and yank him down off the perch. I just find the the added utility of the extra reach is a little bit nicer. Um, I never, you know, I don't think hook shot's a bad option because you're just doing damage. And I have never once taken the hooks because I don't want to pull three people into my face. Even when I had the stun, that's too many people. I'm I'm just going to die. And plus, I just... I feel like it's iffy. I don't. I've I've picked it a few times, and I've never felt like it's legit. Like yeah. I almost feel like the range and the accuracy of the the pole itself is the same as if you had a single hook still. And I know that's probably just wonkers, but hey, you know it feels that way yeah. to me, so I don't like it. Yeah, and any Galt I've gone up against who ha- who takes the the three way hook never seems to be like doing anything good with it. He can be like dead on with me and. I see him wind up his arm and shoot the hook out, and I can always just, you know, it's still just like half a step to the side, and he can't hit me with any of the hooks. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't think it does all that much for you, but I don't take it a lot either. So yep. for, me, for me, it's still the right-hand side, or right or left. I never go with the mutation. Mm-hmm. Well, moving on to the fifth helix. On the left, you're going to have hobbling shot. Tactical shells slow enemies on impact for a brief time, plus two seconds slow duration. On the right, you've got Boom Stickier. Increases the tactical shell bonus damage, plus 15% damage. This one is purely up to you. Both of these options, in my opinion, are awesome ways to go. On the right, you've got bonus damage. And what do we always say? Straight damage is freaking amazing. So seven times out of ten, I generally go... With the right boomstick here. However, slowing the enemies is awesome in the sense that if you get the hook shot in, you get the scrap trap down, they're slowed, you're shooting them. Guess what? Now they're also getting slowed because you're shooting them. Mm-hmm. More chances to get them down before they can escape or it gives uh, you know allies more time to kill them. 
So both of these options are awesome and have great synergy with uh, Gaul in general, obviously. Hmm. But uh, generally I go with the boost of damage just because I'm just trying to wreck face as quickly and fast as I can. And Makes sense. And it's fun. You know, I love seeing them big numbers when you're, you know, getting crits on the head. Makes you feel good about true, yourself. True. It definitely does. Mm-hmm. For me, I always go to the left just because any kind of CC that I can do on people, even though, like we've said, I'm more of a, you know, reload all the time guy, so I don't always get down to the tactical shells. But if I'm down to my last few shots, I want you to be a little slower, whether you're coming at me or trying to run away from me. So just another little added CC that, that he can have. I like it. You can't go wrong either way, but for me, it's always the left. Well, there you go. Once again, as I said, this one definitely is up just to the player. Kind of just whatever your play mm-hmm. style is. Both choices are very good. So, yeah. moving on to six, we've got Drain Chain on the left. While an enemy is hit with the hook, their shields and health are drained, up to plus 360 damage over three seconds. And on the right, mm-hmm. we've got Duct Tape and Bailing Wire. Double Scrap Trap Health, plus 100% health. This one, I always go to the left. And yeah. The reasoning is, is because, as I said earlier, I always go with a hook shot. So I'm doing 130 damage initially, and then while I'm pulling them to me, it's draining their shields and health up to 360 over the three seconds that they're getting, you know, dragged back to me. So in theory, if this all works, once they get to me, they're already freaking shields down and a little chunk of their health gone. And then I yep, finish yep. the job because I've got the bonus damage from my tactical shells, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. They're out of they're out of it. They're gone, they're dead. Even with the, the the nerf with the slow, you could still get these guys and gals down to a nice little sliver of health and hopefully somebody's helping mm-hmm. you finish them off and it's game over. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I always go to the left for exactly the same reasons. Just it's a bigger hit on them by the time they get back to you. Like you said, shields shields busted. You've already done some health damage to them, so they're already starting to think about backing off. For me, going to the right, it basically does nothing to you. Scrap traps are easy to kill anyway, so making them like two sword swipes harder to kill doesn't really do anything. I could see maybe if you wanted to take this in PvE, if you know you're getting in like a big crazy boss area, because you know if you throw out traps, enemies will go be attracted to them, so it'll you know, keep them occupied for a little while longer. But that's the only reason I could ever see you wanting to take that. For me, it's always the last. Yeah, I don't even... I w- I, doubling Scrap Trap's health just is nothing. I mean, like you said, yeah. it's not helpful in any way, shape, or form, in my opinion. Always mm-hmm. left. It's kind of a, a gimme. Yeah. So moving on to seven... We're looking at Speed Loader on the left, which increases Revolver Shotgun Reload Speed, plus 25% Reload Speed. In the center, we're looking at Scrap Stack, which increases the number of Scrap Traps that can be active on the battlefield at once, plus two traps. And on the right, we're looking at Both Barrels Blazing. Firing the Revolver Shotgun now discharges both barrels simultaneously. Uh, With this one, I generally go on the left. I go with Speed Loader. And that's because... I cannot stand slow reload speed times. <laughs> and as you guys all know, the reasoning is is because I go through every last round. So I sometimes mm. end up in the thick of it. Not sometimes. Almost always end up in the thick of it, and I'm reloading. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm over here freaking going Benedict dumb dumb slow trying to reload, guess what happens? I die. <laughs> so for me, speed loader is just the way to go. Gets me go, Gets me up quicker. Gets me ready to go quicker. Gives me more confidence mm-hmm. to use all my tactical shells without getting that itchy reload, you know, finger going 
and then ruining that bonus true, damage true. that I'm setting myself up for. Yeah, makes sense. Now, I will say that the only other option, in my opinion, if you're going to go with any of these, is uh, both barrels blazing, which is firing the revolver shotgun and now discharges both barrels simultaneously. Just because, once again, you're playing on just direct damage. You got him, and now you're really just blam, 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 getting him. That's what I always go with. I always go to the right, just for that exact same reason. I want, if I'm pulling somebody into me, I want to be able to kill them quick before they can do a bunch of crap to me. Reload speed... I'm reloading every every second I'm idle anyway, so it's not a big deal to me. As far as scrap stack goes, I never can have more than two out anyway because I'm either using it or it's getting killed or ruined by the minions. So having two more, I mean, I guess if you were like putting them, you wouldn't really even do that. I was thinking maybe you put them by the shards or something, but since they're not stuns anymore, oh, I'm a little slower collecting the shards and then running away. That's mm-hmm. kind of pointless. For me, I always go to the right. I think either right or left are pretty good options, though. Yeah. I feel like if you're doing your job, you're never going to have more than one to two top scrap traps up anyway. You're just too busy. You should be laying traps, pulling people into the traps, or using them to control the ads, et cetera, et cetera. There should be Mm -hmm. no reason you got four scrap traps up. I mean, that's insanity. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure someone could prove us wrong. Well, the only thing I could think of is maybe if you have a super organized team and you know, hey, there's a scrap trap in the tunnel... Marquis, stay, you know, by the tunnel slash lane area and watch. So if you see someone get slowed, you can jump on them. But otherwise, everyone just stands in the lanes anyway. So even if you put stuff all around the, the side entrances, nobody's going to be waiting there. So it, it'll do nothing for you. Yeah, precisely. So there you have it. Moving on to number eight, we're looking at short fuse on the left, which reduces scrap trap trigger delay, negative one second trigger time. In the middle, you're going to have quick and dirty. Reduces scrap trap cooldown, allowing more frequent use. Negative 25% cooldown time. And on the right, you're going to have big trap. Increases the radius of scrap trap stun effects. Oh, now slow effects. Excuse me. And uh, the shrapnel charge blast radius. Plus 40% area of effect. Now with this one, it's a no-brainer if you have the mutation. You need to go quick and dirty because you want to get those scrap yes. traps up quicker so you're pulling people to you faster, so you're killing more enemies and winning the game. Bada-bing, bada-boom. Mm-hmm. If you do not yep. have the mutation, you definitely are going to want to go to the right with Big Trap. And it's self-explanatory. It allows more leeway with the enemies and getting damage done to them while it's down. I mean, it, for me, it's just pretty simple. No mutation right with mutation Quick and dirty in the center. I definitely agree with the mutation in the center because those 18 big seconds of cooldown, even with a cooldown reduction item, you're ducking that down to maybe like 16. Uh, you know, with your without this, that's still way too long. You need scrap traps up as soon as you can get them. So obviously, quick and dirty if you've got it. For me, I would often go short fuse to the left, just because kind of like we've talked about before. If I'm Galt, I and I don't know why this is. Every time I play Galt, there's a Phoebe on the other team, and she's in my face, and I'm throwing a scrap trap down at her feet, like, out of desperation, hoping she'll hit it so I can go away or kill her. So that one-second trigger time reduction always saves my butt and helps me out. I I definitely understand why you'd go to the right. I don't think there's a bad choice in any of these, but quick and dirty is the the obvious choice. Mm -hmm. Precisely. Moving on to the number nine helix on the left, we've got Here Comes the Hook, 
Reduces the hook's cooldown time, allowing more frequent use. Minus 25% cooldown time. On the right, you're looking at easy target. Hooked enemies suffer amplified damage, plus 15% damage for 5 seconds. This one, in my opinion, is a toss-up. You know, it really depends on my mood, because uh, both... I think are pretty darn good options. Obviously, on the left-hand yeah. side, you've got the reduces the cooldown. Well, no, duh, it's synergistic with the quick and dirty we just talked about. It allows you to get mm -hmm. the scrap traps down quicker. It allows you to get your hooks out more frequently, which we also mentioned earlier and how we wish it was quicker instead of staying around waiting for that sucker. But on the mm -hmm. other hand, it's very, 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 very nice when you've got a good team with you and you're saying, oh, yep. I'm pulling them in, boys. And then you grab somebody, and then they're just on them. And that damage just mm -hmm. shows. You will take down the uh, enemy Battleborn like butter. So mm -hmm. I feel like if I'm solo playing, I tend to go with here comes the hook. But if I'm with yep. uh, you know my little dirty squad crew, I usually go for easy target. So that way I can start <laughs> crying out and whining out that I've got these bad boys, and I'm pulling them in, could use some help. And, <laughs> and we win. <laughs> Not really. We don't actually win, but I like to no, pretend we, we do. I mean, I usually ignore you. I'm pulling them in. Yeah, sure you are. Oh, you actually did this time? Oh, it's too late now. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's accurate, I guess, sadly. But yeah, I'd, I definitely agree with everything you just said there. Easy target's a great option if you have a coordinated team who's going to pay attention to who you're hooking and will actually jump on them. For me, I always just go with here comes the hook, though, just because... I mean, it, it gets your skill up quicker. So, and even if, you know, I'm at mid range engaging with somebody, I like to, and I've got a hook ready, I like to throw the hook on them because then, you know, they're CC'd for like one, one and a half seconds where they can't, you know, be throwing stuff at me or be turning around to run. Sometimes I, I like to use it as just a, uh, you can't do something for a second. B boom, mm -hmm. you know, I'm. Well, and it you know, disorients them. It puts them on the defensive instead of offensive. Exactly. And then they're closer to me, so my shotgun's doing more damage. So having the hookup quicker is always good for me. So I generally go to the left. I don't think there's a bad option. No. Once again, this is a toss-up, and there seems to be, there's quite a few of those, and that's and that's actually good yeah. because that tells you that his helix is just solid. He's got a lot of good choices. Yeah. There's not a lot of no-brainers. So, you know, it's nice. It's, it's nice to be able to mm. change it up a bit. But like I said, if yeah. you're in a good team, go with easy target. If you're solo or just don't want to mess or talk with anybody, or they don't have faith in your hooking abilities, such as my companion here. That's right. Just go with here comes the hook. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not. You do, you do it to yourself, I know. Eric. I, I, I don't know what to tell I, you. I know. Gosh. <laughs> I still love them. Yep, yep. Moving on to the last and final one. We've got Gun and Run on the left, which is every hit on a major enemy with dual-wield shotguns grants bonus movement speed to a maximum of five stacks, plus 5% movement speed per hit. In the middle, we've got Can't Touch This. While dual-wield is active, you are immune to all crowd control effects. And on the right, you've got Incendiary Shells. I hope I pronounced that right. Incendiary? Incendiary. God, yeah, incendiary. Uh, whatever. You know what it is. Fire shells. It's burning shells. It's fiery shells. Hot shells. <laughs> uh, it loads the revolver shotgun with incendiary shells during dual wield. God dang it. That word is killing me tonight. That's okay. You guys and gals know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> it deals. <laughs> Stop it, man. Stop it. <laughs> During dual wield, dealing damage over time to struck enemies, plus 36 damage over 1.5 seconds. Yeah, I had that right. Look at that. I'm crazy. Mm -hmm. Now, and this one, this is, and I hate to do it, but 
this one's got a couple good options. Generally, right. I don't go left. I'm not a real big fan of the movement speed boost, you know, whatever. If I'm if I'm in the thick of it and trying to kill somebody, I'm trying to kill somebody. And, yes, this can be used to chase them, as we talked about, since they always seem to want to run yeah. away from you. However, mm-hmm. this happens more often than not. You get that stinking ultimate going, and then somebody CCs you, and it's over with. Yep. So mm-hmm. if you have the mutation, I would recommend can't touch this. Because mm-hmm. then you don't have to worry about Alani just whoop and it's over, or you know getting tossed up. Oh, it's over. You can you can rest assured you're getting your full, you know your full ultimate going. Even if you get you won't you won't have that you won't have that galley you just pulled in just oh yeah and you're done yeah exactly shield throw done. So it's nice to have that because on its own it's going to do a crap ton of damage. You don't need any mm-hmm. bonuses to the damage for this thing to really wreck someone's face if you're shooting them in the face. Ha <laughs> ha, look at that. Not bad. However, I will say a very tantalizing choice, and one I sometimes do pick just because it is powerful, is mm. fiery shells <clears throat> on the right. Ra- <laughs> do you mean incendiary shells, sir? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Because this thing, holy mackerels, man. If you're laying rounds down range with this and you're connecting, they are melting. And mm. and it's appropriate, obviously, since hence the title of the uh, ability there. But, whew. So, for me, if you got the mutation and you really just want to be solid and, you know, for sure know you're going to do some damage, go with the mutation. Mm. If you do not have the mutation or you're confident that you're going to avoid CCs or whatever it is, Go with the fiery shells because that one's the best. Yeah, I definitely agree with what you said. I don't have this mutation. I when I pulled up the list of you know his helix, I was like, oh, I finally saw it, and I was like, God, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I wish I had that. But for me, I since I don't have it, I always go to the right. Basically, for all the reasons you just said, it's stacking on extra damage. Anytime I can do dot damage to people. On top of like anything I'm doing, I always pick that. So I never even really looked at gun and run all that much. I mean, it sounds awesome because you can actually chase somebody down with this. Mm-hmm. But to me, I'm generally in the midlines with them. I don't like to chase and get out front. So incendiary shells just, even if you're trying to chase somebody, if you're hitting them with incendiary shells, you're doing that extra damage anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's just that's just a win-win for me. I definitely agree that if you got the mutation, it's definitely a great option. And depending on how often you get CC'd out of your alt, it may be your primary option. For me, I always go to the right. Just, like I said, don't have the mutation. And even if I did, it's still a toss-up for me. Well, so there you have it. Go with them fiery shells, boys and girls. Whew. Incendiary shells. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so there's there's the helix. Now I guess we'll talk a little bit about how we play. I'll go first, and then Matt mm. can go ahead and give you the you know the the mat, the professional match spiel about how Matt plays. Because <clears throat> you know I'm a psychopath, and I just get tantalized, and I can't help myself, and I run in, and yeah. I end up dying because I'm crazy. That is very true. Yeah. You you do that. Hey, you know someone makes me mad, man. I just want to wring their necks. We, that's speaking of ringing necks. Side note: Before we finish this off, uh-huh. that's a good class. We need a character who's all about just in your face, throttling, grabbing you by the neck, slamming you in the ground, Hulk mode kind of stuff. We don't have that. I was gonna say like a, a melee CC disruptor. Yeah, you have people who push back and slow, but not like 
grab and incapacitate exactly. for a second. Although, pe- I mean, people would cry. Yeah, that like, would be insane. No tomorrow for that. But, but anywho, anyway, side note cool. over. Cool idea. There yeah. you go. Take it where you want. How I play Galt, as I've kind of already alluded to, is I love to hidey, you know, hide around the corners. I, I love play peekapoo. Mm. I find uh, a nice pillar. I'll find the corner, like on the monument stage there. And then I set a scrap trap out right on the edge of that corner, you know, where it's halfway out, halfway in. So that way it's a hard target. You know, I'm not worrying about it too much getting in the way of the ads or getting shot down. Mm-hmm. And then I wait, you know. And always, as everyone knows, somebody's going to come. Somebody's going to come running around the corner or whatever it is. And then you pop out, pow, drag them to you, and you take care of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's really Barney style, that's it. I mean, there's no real, that's just what I do unless uh, we're really pushing. And then sometimes mm-hmm. I'll get in there and I'll try to lay the scrap traps down, you know, purposely on the the ads just so they just get slowed and just blown up. And then we can have our, mm-hmm. our own ads push in and get rid of the sentry or whatever you know, the case may be. Obviously, on a capture map, mm-hmm. I'll lay this scrap trap down right in the middle of the lane that they're going to come, you know, more than likely going to come up to try to take it from me. And then, boom, no, surprise, yeah. haha, you're stunned and all slow nowadays. God, it takes time to get mm-hmm. used to that. But they're slowed, <laughs> and then it gives you a chance to take care of them and keep your uh, capture point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't variate very much from that. It's a pretty simple play style, and I just don't change it up too much. You know, just hide out. Play your cards right, be patient, and you'll get kills, and you'll help the team. Yeah, I I pretty much agree with all that. I generally, I mean, you know me, I'm Sneaky Poo Jones. If I can if I can hide behind a rock and put a scrap trap down there and just duck out with my left hand and pull somebody into the outer ranges of it, that that's the kind of stuff I'm all about. Like I've said before, uh, love Galt on Echelon, where you can put them on the stairs so people can't see them as they're coming over the top of them, and then you can just peek yourself up just tall enough to shoot your hook out you know along the floor at the top of the stairs drag them down into that scrap trap and then have your way with them Uh, other than that generally if we're pushing or defending i like to stay about mid-range so i can keep an eye on the uh you know the front lines or the tank and if they're engaging heavy with somebody and either they're you know getting the better of them or the other person's wrecking our front line i can throw a quick hook out pull them off the tank or off of the you know the person even if i'm dragging them back through our lines they're still off of there now they're disoriented now they're going to turn around and run away because they're surrounded versus just staying there and winning the fight or if they're you know turning around and trying to disengage drag them back into the fray even if they don't hit a scrap trap like i said before they're disoriented they're disabled for that you know one and a half seconds just you know, pretty pretty simple. And it allows other players to converge on him. So, oh, yeah. you know, in general, as it states, you know, he stays back. He controls and disrupts. Mm-hmm. You know, he's there to help the team. You're not there to lead the charge. You're not there to hang way back and do nothing. But mm-hmm. just get in the mid-ground and watch. Although I do like that he is now, especially with that, uh, with that what is it, level 4 augment, mm-hmm. he's... A, tanky enough where if you get somebody on you you can you can stick with them for a little bit like i say i always have a phoebe in my face i can hang around with her for you know four or five seconds before i really got a book out of there and so if you've got your alt up you know oh here she is do the little like one second animation where you spin that second gun out now you're wrecking shop now you can actually hang with them for a Mm -hmm. while versus uh oh i'm ranged uh there's a melee i gotta run away yeah 
Yeah, he's definitely better in that regard, and what has to be discussed, and that's because he needs to be, because uh, the way he's designed, yeah. and that's the way you should yeah. play him. So, yeah. in a nutshell, I think what you're saying is that you do have the ability, if well, not only if you're in trouble, but if you see a, your healer over there taking a few hits, you do have the option to cut in, take the hits for that said individual so the healer or whatever oh, yeah. can get out of there, and then you can scoot boot and maybe lay down a scrap trap so they follow you. Whoop! Oh, look mm-hmm. at that. Yeah. And he's a pretty decent-sized character model, so you can do some body blocking for your smaller mm-hmm. healers, too. And like I said, he's tanky enough to take a, a fair amount of punishment. Not, I wouldn't say a decent amount, but, you know, good enough to keep people off of you. And just like you said, that's another thing I love to do. If I'm getting chased, you know, especially around a corner, and I have a scrap trap up, boop, throw it at my feet. By the time they're around the corner, either they see it and stop and back off, or they just run straight into it and then... They can't catch me, or we can kill them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I use it for a whole lot. So, comes in mm-hmm. handy. You know, something to think about when you're oh, yeah. out there playing. So, there you have it, boys and girls. I hope that helped a little bit. Uh, getting mm-hmm. you guys in there, checking out Gaul. He's a lot of fun, but you know, if you're not accurate with that hook, he can be pretty frustrating. And the only yeah. thing you can do is keep practicing. You know, keep hanging back. Don't get tempted to run in the melee and try to do mm-hmm. all sorts of damage point blank with your shotgun. He's not designed for that. So you're just going to end up getting madder, and then you're not going to use them. <laughs> and, and I was going to say, play around with them a lot, because it takes a second to learn how the hook, well, like you said, how it works, but also, like, the timing of it, because it doesn't, like, shoot out instantly. It takes, you know, a second for him to flick it out there and for it to travel. Mm-hmm. So if you if you play around with them, even even just in PvE, you'll get a feel for how much you got to lead your targets on that. So, yeah. oh, here comes an SNA running across, chasing this person. I'm going to put the hook kind of between them by the time it gets there it's going to grab sna pull it right in precisely have a great time leading the target and then anticipating where the target's going to go two huge yep. factors and it, it's tough you know it can be just very tough because oh, human yeah. players they just are wild especially in this game where they're just hopping around like wild maniacs no matter what you do it makes no You're sense. You're never going to pull that moon jumping thorn. Jeez, okay. moon it's freaking moon jumping thorn. It's just or Melka, of course, but you don't see a lot of Melkas around anymore. No, not really. So, but those characters, you know what? It's better, I tell you, if you just walk away from that fight and go elsewhere and, you know, get some of the bigger characters, slower characters. <laughs> don't get yourself frustrated. Don't don't start feeling like if I don't get this thorn, I'm not playing or I'm I'm, I'm not doing anything till I get her. Because I promise you, you're going to have a bad round. You're not going to help the team. <laughs> it's just or an alternate strategy. If they're moon jumping so much they're not, that they're not doing a ton of damage directly to you, get in there, get into that close shotgun range, and throw down a scrap trap, especially if you've got it cloaked. Because they're going to be moon jumping, popping all, ar- all around. They're going to hit it eventually because if you're, if you're jumping like that, you can't really take stock of where you really, really are. So it'll give you those couple of extra seconds to just boom, 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 solid damage. Precisely. But like you, like you said, if you can't do that, and if they're doing a lot of good damage to you, better just disengage, hang back, try and hit like a long lucky shot hook while they're messing with somebody else or messing with the minion wave. You know, he's he's got some some tough engagements, but I think he can hang with a lot of characters pretty well. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up for this uh, deep dive, Matt. Yes, indeed. Uh, let us know what you guys thought. Are we total scrubs? Did we help you out with some of this? You can drop us a line at info at thirdshift.me. You can catch us on Twitter as thirdshiftme. That's thirdshiftme. And you can catch us on Facebook under thirdshift. 
Heck yeah. You guys know the usual spiel. We just uh, started up a Patreon. It's a, just being used as a tip jar. If you guys like what you hear and want to throw a dollar our way, we'd much appreciate it. If not, we're still oh, yeah. going to keep putting things out because we love you guys and we love doing what we're doing. And uh, as always, we thank you for taking a listen and can't wait to uh, record the next episode and get it out to your ears. So as you guys know, our normal episodes drop usually every Friday, so we'll see you guys again then for the next episode. As always, don't don't forget forget to to save. save!